It's time for another Game Day, hosted by Flames Nation and Barn Burner at Greta Bar YYC. Join the crew at our favorite Game Day watch party spot, Greta Bar YYC, Saturday, March 23rd to watch Calgary take on Vancouver. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10. Good food, good prizes, and a guaranteed good time. This event is brought to you by McLeod Law LLP and Village Honda. Get your tickets at nationgear.ca before they sell out. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It is Wednesday. Welcome to Barn Burner. Hello, Rhett. Wonderful Wednesday. Beautiful out. Uh, we, I have an update for you. No hockey today. Son of a... We do have NBA. Yes. And we do have a hangover, Rhett. Uh, I don't know if it's a... How are we feeling? I guess it's a hangover, but it's not a... The voice is a little gravelly. Not extraordinary. And I don't want to out you, but someone asked you a question about doing a segment today, yesterday in the chat, and you just replied rather than yes or no, I'm drunk. <laughs> so uh, well, you, you can't trust a man's answer when they're drunk, can you? I can't give you a proper answer. So I, I like the honesty. It's like the pleading the fifth. It's better than that. It's being totally honest and transparent. Yeah. I am removing any responsibility. I shouldn't be. I'm in no state to make decisions. I I, even answering to. Yeah, we were asking about the little segment we do every once in a while in the show. Uh, the, the reason, because I don't see boom. Uh, boom. Day boom. Off. Uh, Day off, Dean. Day off, Dean. You know, that's, that's a half miler. Hmm. If only there was a way we could figure out uh, what's going on. We're uh, down oh, and it out. It says we're live, but we're not actually live on YouTube. So oh, okay. what is going on? Well, let's get live on YouTube oh. then. Now oh, we're live. We're good. <laughs> are we live? Do we restart or we have we been live the whole time? Someone text in, please. Well, whatever it is, we're live at the Tower okay, Studios here in uh, Martelope. Uh Tower, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, your number one Chrysler dealer in town. Consumer Choice Award winner. Yeah, number one, Love Tower. Chrysler Tower. Are you? Did you have you schmoozing a vehicle yet from Surge? No, I think he's mad that I made fun of his sugar intake. Well, okay. I mean, he kind of, yeah. I, it goes both ways. I didn't realize he was. He didn't realize you'd lost three finals in a row either. So you had to live <laughs> through that. I feel like you're even, Steven. Yeah. We're so, all square. So, so we're here in the Tower Studios, and I, I believe we've got Boomer uh, calling in. Boomer, you there? Where are you, Boom? You, you're in the Tower vehicle itself it looks there he is in the in the nation jeep oh, he's driving. hi buddies 
Do you know yeah, how I'm we're in doing? The, uh, I'm in the Nation Jeep here. Uh, good start, by the way. Oh, Great start, fellas. Smooth, yeah. as always. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Real good. Yeah. You, you yeah. must have packed the walking sticks in the back of the Jeep there. So sorry. Yeah, left them, uh, left them at home, apparently. I'm just reading uh, an article here. Um, it's called The Strangest Things Found in People's Ears. Number one, a three-centimeter cockroach. Number ooh. two, a tooth. A tooth. I'm glad you said roach at the end of that last one. <laughs> I did, yeah. Uh, a matchstick. Is, is that a gun? What? Uh, a matchstick? Yeah. A Barbie shoe. Got to be careful with those uh, Barbie shoes. Smaller. Uh, maggots. A dandelion. A cricket. That's the top seven. So uh, anyway, just light reading, maybe a coincidence. I can see the dandelion, do, Dean. Like you, you use that like your Q-tips. When he puts yeah. the flower over his ear in summer when yeah. he's getting, yeah. yeah. I lay down, sleep all the time, wake <laughs> up off the grass, all the hungover and shit. Yeah, it's one of the questions I was going to have today because that's, what, uh, that's what's happening today. I am off to the hearing loss clinic. Now, Rhodesie is, is not in town. We it took us a while to get this all set up, and still, I told you guys, Rosie, he's he's a he's, he's a, a playboy. Setter. He's he's a jet setter, so I believe he's in Victoria or something doing something. So I'm going to uh, I believe I'm going to meet up with Hannah today, and have my hearing assessment done at the Hearing Loss Clinic. They've been doing it forever. They're the best in the business. I am very curious to see what they find. I hope uh, no cockroaches or maggots. Yeah, that's that'd be my. Good. Do you believe? We'll start with that. Do you think? And then will find be out. Yeah, what are what are the odds if we if we go to our Betway app? What are the odds that we find something in your ear? Are we talking plus money? Is it very positive, like a minus two hundred? What are what are we thinking here for finding something in Boomer's ears? I'm gonna go minus one hundred. <laughs> so even um, kind of even money. I, I I don't think there's anything in there because I do go in and I I like yeah. I say I clean them out a lot. But I've never ever had a hearing assessment done, so there could be something from the '80s in there that I have never found. So, Just deeper, yeah, yeah. It could be oh, like a maybe there's a a Molson Canadian stubby beer bottle or something in there, and I haven't known. It's been 25, 30 years. Who knew it was there that long? But well, what do they say about gum? Like mm-hmm. if you swallow the gum, the people that you always got scared as a kid, oh, that'll stay in your stomach forever. Like maybe you just tucked yeah. your gum in your ear in grade seven, and it's still there. Just it's way in there now. Who knows? Yeah, it could be. I swallow the gum. Doesn't everybody? Don't we swallow the don't gum? Don't swallow the gum. No, it's... I really don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't swallow the gum. I don't want to get too nosy yeah, so, on you, uh, but uh, real so, quick. Anyway, no, shut oh, up. Ahead. So anyway, so there, there's that. So I'm going to do the hearing, uh, the hearing assessment, and we'll take. Uh, we're going to take some video, and we'll have it on the show in the uh, coming days or weeks. And uh, the other part is, I uh, I can't get up the stairs to the studio today. Can't get so. up the stairs to the studio. Tight hammies. Getting work done. Working out. House unbelievable man Brett. i told you yesterday we stopped at uh to get your your coffee there i said you know what got a little something i a little something it's a little worse than usual because i get i get the feeling every i don't know few months like oh it's kind of there and then it just goes away and i haven't had a real onset blast in probably 10 12 15 years well, I know when I was living in Red Deer, I used to get it a lot. It was a bugger. But I was, I, it started yesterday and then about 2.30 in the middle of the night and I couldn't get back to sleep. I've got a case of the gout and it's a son of a bitch. The gout sucks. And it sucks for multiple reasons, but mainly like for where Dean's at. If you can't like even slightly bend the joint of like a toe or your foot, like you can't move, you're completely demobilized. 
and immobilized. That's a word too. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, mm-hmm. now you get worried about all the stuff you love in life, like you know, tasty things, booze. Hmm. No, okay. see, I don't worry about that. that I, I'm more curious because I there were no tasty things or booze. I don't know how it happened or why it happened. It just it's it's a flare up, and nothing is out of the ordinary or out of the norm for me so but yeah getting on shoes was uh, an ordeal getting into the jeep was a challenge i'm i don't i'm not getting out i'm not going up to see i'm, I'm parked right outside like i'm literally outside the studio right now you're here now not, i can't no I, i'm right outside i mean yeah if you look out the window you'll see the jeep i can't make it up the stairs so uh, that's what's happening i feel what for do me. you do for this like Drink lots of water. I don't water know. and Advil doesn't. There's no, not I... a lot you can do. There's a medication. It's called colchicine, yeah. which is kind of it's supposed to get, get after it. It's poison. But other than, but other than that, you just kind of take Advil and suck it up, sweetheart. That's about it. And if it becomes chronic, then you get to get on the allopurinol, I believe it's called. That's, and that's right. Yeah. Like something that's a daily that keeps fighting the lactic acid levels, which are the enemy yeah. here in, in gout. Uric. This is not good. Uric, thank you. Cold bath. In the yeah. cold tub. Yeah, I need a cold plunge. But it, yeah, if, if you've never had it, it's uh It's no laughing matter, lucky. is it? It's no laughing matter. You know what, Red? It is no laughing matter. That's mm. right. I'm glad that you have sympathy for me. I can feel it. Because I thought maybe you guys would just kind of no. laugh. and. No, I actually do. One of my greatest fears in life is the morning I wake up with the gout. I don't like the gout. feel like there's an inevitability to it. Yeah. I'm praying and Seriously. hoping that it doesn't rear its ugly head, but uh, I never make fun of anyone that gets to go. Tease and peas, it's, Dean. It's yeah. no Thanks. Good. Thanks for the tease. Because they always say, oh, it's like, hell, you're having all that red meat and red wine, and uh, somebody's living life rich. Nope. I'm flat broke. I had fucking Lipton soup for supper. It ain't that. It ain't red <laughs> wine and fucking meat. So that, that I don't know what to chalk it up to. It's no fucking good. That's what I know. Have you had anyway. seafood lately? Seafood, no crustaceans, no, no, it's no. Just, okay. well, it's hot dogs and and fucking Lipton soup for supper last night. That's what it was. The so the, your eyes been bugging you. People are still cracking you for wearing shades on the set. I know. I usually like making fun of you. I've defended you staunchly on this. That like, look, thank you. It hurts his eyes. We got like six, seven lights aimed right at us so that this looks good for the YouTubes. Um, stop bugging him about the sunglasses. Uh, now the gout. At least you're going to get great news at the hearing loss clinic today. That's right. If there's one thing I know about me is that good news just comes in waves, <laughs> and it just keeps on coming. So really excited to hear. Yeah, really excited to hear what Hannah has for me today. God damn it. <laughs> so do they have a gurney in the parking lot ready for you? Or how are you going to get in there? What if there's a set of stairs? Yeah. And of all, take the video of me fucking gimping my way into the friggin' clinic today. That'll, can, that's you the, can you bring the equipment out through the Jeep to do this test? Seriously. Yeah. Can you, uh, I don't know what you need. Is like headphones. What else do you need? Can you do it right here? Oh, Christ. How, how, but everything else is all right. Everyone's good. Everyone's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, we got a, it's yeah. a beautiful day. I mean, um, for, yeah. the, for the mobile, it's uh, get out and enjoy the weather day, which apparently you're sure. saying it's smoky out east, Rhett. Not yeah, good. The kids out east, they're not allowed to go to recess or field trips or any act, outdoor activities. Lots of smoke in there. Well, did oh. you? Yeah, did you see Yankee Stadium last night? Mm-hmm. It was just the whole, it was covered. The whole, that whole area is just yeah. covered in smoke, so. That's well, a put judge on the aisle, I guess. For Dean's eh? gout and more rain. 
and we were just getting into it. What the heck's going on here? We Rhett, we were asking him about what we should do on the show today. And rather than give us any show ideas, he just replied, I'm drunk. So we, we were just diving yeah. into that. Uh, but when we, you know, you, you jumped on the show here, we got the second start, whatever it is. Do, do you want to give us any details or no? Uh, it's Vernon's fault. He was supposed yeah. to take me and drop me off at the mall yeah. where I was going to get picked up shortly thereafter. Instead, he took a Tight, right, ter- terrible driver, by the way. Oh, really? Eh? Terrible driver. Well, he's ADHD, he said yesterday. Yes, he's very distracted. Yeah. Anyway, we made it to the Britannia place, and we went in there and went to have a glass of, or a drink or a beer, and I'll be damned if my old neighbor wasn't sitting there waiting, and all of a sudden, we got reminiscing, and we're downtown and driving around the old area. Oh, yeah. Getting nostalgic. The good news is you weren't driving. That's the good no, news, I was yeah. not driving. Not like good those good old times, eh, Rat? Yeah, not like good, good old, old times. times. Yeah. yeah. Used to be yeah. somebody. Used, Used to. to. Yeah. Yeah. Used uh, to. So I don't want to drop so a bomb what? here on you, but oh, uh, I'm hearing that internally this might be decision day on a coach, and we could have an announcement as early as the end of the week, if not uh, Monday at the latest. Is kind of the word around town. I know there were some interviews going on, so I'm guessing that uh, they'll wrap those up. I think today. I well, I haven't been back for my second, my follow-up interview. Uh, then I think you're out. usually do that, right? Before they hire. I, I thought it was done. Second, you, aren't yeah. you going to hearing loss for insurance purposes? They're, you got to do the full medical as yeah. part of the hiring? No? Yeah, hmm. it's for the it's for the charter, the plane, so many flights, the yeah. the pressure on my on my eardrums yeah. is a bugger. Yeah, and they don't want a lawsuit on their hands. Yeah, that's fair. So what do you what are we thinking? Is there have, I'll tell you what, I've heard bugger all aside from the names that we kind of have heard from Frank and Elliot yeah. weeks ago. It's Mitch Love. We heard it's not Gerard Gallant. Yep. Who else? I mean, what else are we hearing? Huska well, Love. Huska Love is yeah, the yeah. internal candidates for sure. And I think we've heard a little bit about Mark Savard, Alex Tonge, and even Travis Green's name is kind of a newer addition to that group. I don't know if that's your final four or five, but those are, that's sort of the list as I was writing off the top of my head, that the first five that came to my head. head. Mm-hmm. The stupid fucking head, yeah. I don't know if we're missing anyone there. We probably are. There's always a couple of candidates that, you know, an assistant somewhere else in the league we might not have uh, had on our radar, but uh, it sounds like there's a blend of both internal and external as you'd expect it to be at this point. You know, it's still two things, right? It's who, who's coming, what are you paying and all that sort of thing. But it, what, what's the Igidla situation? If he's coming in next year, is it as a coach? Is it as management? Is How's that going to work? And if it's love yeah who comes right from the american hockey league what kind of taste does that leave in huska's mouth does he want to continue to, to to work the d and be an assistant coach or does he look at it and say you know fuck this this was if i didn't get it now how am i getting it next time sort of yeah, it doesn't feel the way that ryan huska would operate but i'd certainly understand that sentiment well you do have yeah. to if you want to be a head coach at some point analyze okay where's my opportunity and if i just yeah. continue this do i ever get the head coach because well, you, can, and you can pigeonhole yourself he, into the the assistant coach he interviewed with detroit i believe uh last summer i think that was news chicago, that, chicago thank you. okay so either way you guys had an interview and I just I wonder like is 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 he the hot prospect right now or is this not the time to do that? But I don't how know do you that become is, the hot prospect if you're? Well, you don't come off a season where your team undershot expectations and there was failures all over. I don't think it's the right year for him to be the hot candidate. But internally, they'll view that differently. That's probably more externally. Yeah, that's hundred percent. But that's what we're saying. Well, if if love yeah. gets it, so. The know. other thing that's interesting too is 
if Mitch Love gets the job, that opens up a head coaching spot with the Wranglers. Yeah. Huska's already been there, done that, right? He can't go back and if he's going to be a head coach again, be a terrible, are you going to do that? I think it's a lose-lose for him there because you're going to get downgraded in pay probably. Maybe not. I don't, mm. I don't know that. Your travel and, and stuff's going to be not as sexy. I don't know that he goes that way. And if you don't have success, <laughs> what are you – Mm -hmm. done for well, yourself. and to be fair, I I really like him. I think he's a great coach and a good leader of men, and you know, a great teacher. But it wasn't a fruitful run in the nope. A so much as it was very middle of the pack. That's the difference between their two resumes. And you know, it's not the same roster, but it's not an overwhelmingly better roster that he's dealt with. You know, year. who would be great to answer these questions? Connie. Yeah, that's, <laughs> there's a guy down the street here. Yeah. Can we get, can we get him in, or is he now going to do the tight lip thing? Can he do the tight lip thing? I think he'll bumble around. He won't be tight-lipped, but he'll bumble around it more. You know what I and mean? And we, you know, and we are pretty charming. That's you know, true, we kind of, hey, buddy, oh, hey, 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 kind of give me those he ribs, you. <laughs> Get over here, you. And then the next thing, yeah, so I'm going to trade everybody. I'm going to fire everybody. It's going to be great. So, uh, yeah, but, but there's nothing left, right? Conroy, how long has it been? Two and a half weeks since he took over? Yeah, I think that's right. First Sounds order good. of business is to get into the coaching thing. And that's Daryl's been gone for quite a while. I don't know. I, I don't think it's imperative that they get somebody before the draft, but I don't oh, know. I, what I, else just is think left. It, I just think you have to get it done because what yeah. the, it gets busier with other you're stuff. You're just going to, yeah, you have to be able to move your focus is more of the, and I don't know what more interviewing and asking at some point you have to make a decision. You've asked all your questions and got all your answers. Uh, and just a quick talk, because I looked at it. Ryan Husk has been the assistant at the NHL level for five years. He was the head coach in the American League for four. They missed the playoffs three years. They lost in round one the other. And again, rosters are not the same every year, but I just there's a different feel around Mitch Love because he's a back-to-back -back coach of the year. And I don't know that Huska's name was coming up in other NHL circles like Love's is now. If what Did Huska did Huska have the back-to-back -back goalie of the year? No, nope, he, he didn't. Uh, he did not. American he had a lot I'm, of Kenny I'm Morrison with, and Adam Olish Matson, but I mean, I'm kind of with Red. I'm with Red on that. I, I feel like at the American Hockey League level, it's kind of like in June in junior. You you're a coach, and you could, but you can only do so much with the roster that you're given. Depending on where your team is at in its arc of success, maybe all of its good young prospects are already already at the NHL level, or maybe they're cooking in the A. It, I just don't know if you can just use that success and. I'm not saying don't read, don't take Mitch Love as a good coach. I just wouldn't look at Huska and say, well, seven years ago, your run in the A wasn't very good. I don't, I, I wouldn't say I, it was I, bad either. Uh, it was just very mediocre. And, and yeah, the rosters are different for sure. I, I would take a really, really strong AHL mind to, to figure out, you know, wh where those rosters were at. And again, goalie's the greatest. Uh, I don't think you're, you're eraser sorry, of all to, time. to yeah. jump in there, but with Huska, I don't think the minor league coach. Uh, has anything to do with it. How's his inner? He's the closest to the team. Yeah. What's his interactions like with the guys? How's he going to change the coaching style and the system? What's he going to do differently from the guys that he's learned under that's going to have more results with the group that is there? How's he going to overcome going assistant to head? Right? That's it's been a tough exactly. transition. That's never yeah. an easy thing to do. So how do you do that? Those are the questions. It has Ryan Huska's resume right now and his his being in the interview process for the head coaching job with the Flames has nothing to do with his AHL record. Which is kind of why I don't know that it's a big deal if Mitch Love gets this gig. He's He's been a five-year NHL assistant, we said. Yeah. 
You're going to give yeah. – uh, to me, it sounds like you're going to give someone new a shot at an NHL, John. Well, what what's he been in charge of, and has he dominated? That would be the question I'd ask, and I'm not saying he hasn't. Either way, I'm just saying somebody new is going to get a shot at an NHL job by the looks of it. I don't know that Travis Green is. Maybe you mentioned it. but I heard his name, and it kind of was a bit out of left field, but yeah. it would make sense that he would want that interview. Yeah, I can see him available. wanting it, yeah. but to me, it's Husker Love. I would think Savard and Tangay, as far as head coaches go, would be a long shot. But and there's probably a name we don't. We but don't even have it if to. they do get it, those four guys have never coached as a head coach in the NHL. Yeah, yeah. Um, and is that it now? Because Cronin goes to Anaheim. We believe Babcock's going to Columbus. Columbus. Is this the last of the musical chairs? Uh, Rangers, right? And right. It sounds like Laviolette was the guy that they were interested yeah. in. Um, Washington hired that Spencer Carberry. Yeah, Columbus has done Anaheim. Yeah, so it would be Calgary. There's nothing New York. left. Yeah, I mean it's Burnett went to Nashville. John Hines is out there. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, so yeah. Well, that that sounds you like know, coming it, days. It, 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 I don't know. I I I feel like we talk. Red, you bring it up with you know bringing the youth. I think there's something to be said about that with the coach as well. If you're going to have young guys, you know. You know what Mitch Love is. It hasn't been a decade inside the system, but you probably feel like you know what he is as a coach. You can talk to all the guys who played for him. And I just think you'd hate like hell for this guy to go somewhere else. Yeah. After you make a coaching hire, he goes somewhere else and then turns into a a very solid NHL I think, coach. Well, I mean, you need to say great. Yeah. You just I hate to have him within your, your system. And see him have this success and then have him go on and be strong for someone else. Totally. To, to me, it's it's like Conroy getting hired. He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Awesome. First chance. Surround it's what I said about Kevin Adams too in Buffalo. Yeah, surround him with the right. Who people. are you surrounding yourself with? Yeah. Right? And that to me is a big question. Is Mitch Love, if he gets it, or Ryan Huska? If they either one of them get it, who you surrounding yourself yeah, with? Yeah. You stay in and status it, quo with the guys who are there. Yeah. Yeah. Muller staying, yeah, totally. right. Like, what's what's the surroundings? Because if Mitch Love comes in and and he's got and he goes with the guy, I just that's to me the curious part. Okay. Do you go and find other guys as a first year head NHL head coach that have a big resume? Is it not with, like? Is it not an awkward party for Mitch Love if Huska and Kale weird. McLean are there? Uh, he hasn't worked with them, so I think it's less awkward than it could have been. I still think All I'm saying is those are two guys, they were head coach of the American League team and have been the assistant coach and probably want this job. Now you usurp them both unless you have a really good relationship with them, and I don't know that they do. I feel like that's that's not a great situation. Much like Conroy, like you said. I think it's said, unique. I think it's Get very the guys... Yeah, get the guys you can trust and you believe in and you have faith in. And I would think for Mitch Love, for his first NHL coaching job, wouldn't you want him to be in a spot to, to succeed? Big time. Find your guys. Yeah. Who do you need? And and let's let's find the best situation for everyone to succeed. And I I don't know how it works with with Love as the coach and those two as the assistants. Maybe it can. No saying it can, but it does seem odd. Uh, everything right, else. Go. Best send, of luck. Send those. Yeah. Send those those uh, fellas downstairs because I can't climb stairs. So yeah, tell they're them on the outside. way down. Go yeah. grab me All right, good. Yeah. All right, that's yeah. our uh, that's our gout update from the Nation Jeep, courtesy of Tower Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep. And oh, look at this! There's Frank. 
Hello, Frank, as uh, our NHL insider Frank Saravalli is here. Uh, we lost Boom to live. The Saudi money was too much. He couldn't turn it down, and now he, that's his last show with us. So uh, I hope uh, – too bad he didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Hopefully he does better than uh, that poor reporter from the Washington Post. Oh, I missed that. Please walk us through that. I was thinking you were going to say Rory McIlroy. Who I think no, you, come on. You don't, you don't know the Kasagi story? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I thought there was a press conference yesterday no. you were referencing. No, yeah, that's – Joe, death jokes. Okay, good stuff, right? Yeah. Right. Well, hey, what a start, Rhett, You're in Calgary. What? Uh, what? What's going on? I got. I got. I'm. I'm. I know. I. I can cross the borders now, Frankie. I'm back and forth at random. He's cleared his name. Mm. He, I was going to say, is your family sick of you or what? That's not. Doesn't change. But they were stuck with me for quite a while because of uh, immigration Jeez. issues. Immigration. Oh. Issues. Yeah, the sick stuff. I mean, that's not new, but. The difference now is you can travel for it. You'd have yeah. been coming to the combines in, in Buffalo, I'd have stayed. Oh, well, I, I did that before. And um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't even like going to the gym myself, obviously. <laughs> um, watching I'm definitely not going to go watch a bunch of 18-year-olds work out furiously so I can feel bad about myself. Uh, just I, I saw you jump on right as we wrapped up our chat. We were talking about the Flames head coaching vacancy. There's sort of a thought around the dome that this could get uh, wrapped up very quickly, that maybe internally a decision could be made as soon as today and that we could expect an announcement later in this week, even Monday at the latest is kind of being suggested. Is that consistent with what you're hearing? It is. And I believe uh, Mitch Love was the final candidate of the second round interviews uh, that I think wrapped up on Tuesday or Wednesday, leading everyone to that speculation that a decision would be imminent. Now, if you go back and look at the playbook of how the Flames handled the Craig Conroy situation internally, I think he was also the final interview of the second round. Okay. Um, so I don't know if there's a trend there, meaning they sort of think they have a real good idea of who the in-house best in-house candidate is and then proceeded from there. But, you know, we've talked about Mitch Love for weeks now, if not months, as the sort of front runner and lead candidate, you know, I just, I don't envision a path in which the Calgary flames have the, you know, two time AHL coach of the year, one of the best up and comers in the minor league system and allow him to walk from the agent, uh, from the organization. It just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Uh, one of Boomer's concerns that he's voiced a few times is that, okay, he's the former AHL coach coming up to the big club. On that staff, there's already two assistants that were former head coaches of the AHL club. I don't know that it matters that much. What do you think? Yeah, um, I listened to you banter about it. I'm not as concerned. Um, I think there'll be, there will be someone, my guess, added to the staff that has NHL head coach experience. There's enough of them around that would be intrigued by this roster um, I, I would guess that uh, Kirk Muller, for instance, if you know he's out of the running now, I believe, um, I, I doubt he's going to be returning to the Calgary Flames in, in that same sort of associate coach position. Um, you know, they're going to need to bring in someone that has some of that NHL head coach experience just as a mm -hmm. sounding board advisor for yeah. Mitch Love. And maybe he has someone in mind, but short of that, like, I don't. I don't know them terribly well at all, but it doesn't seem like Ryan Huska and or Kale McLean, um, who, by the way, Kale McLean, I, I grew up watching here when he played in the in the minors near me. Um, I just I, I don't see them as overwhelming personalities that are going to overshadow Mitch Love 
I think he's got his own stance, his own stands on his own two feet. And, um, you know, certainly I think is someone that one thing yeah, he's one, got presence. One thing to consider with it all. And I'm, I'm agreeing with <clears throat> the Mitch Love analysis, but I think something that's going to be important for the Flames organization as a whole is a connection to the community. So when you're considering uh, coaches, I think it's going to be important that I wouldn't be surprised if there's a guy that has. Okay, so it sounds like you know something, Rhett. No, I don't. No, no, no. This is my own. I'm. uh, I just know that how Conroy thinks, Mm -hmm. and I believe that there will be an emphasis put on guys that have been part of this community in the past. Yeah. And give me an example. Like I'm not saying like Tangay was an example. Tank right, Tangay is an example. Alex um, Tangay. Someone in the comments is saying Bob Bugner, even Mark Savard. These are guys yeah. that have been in Calgary and Connie would have ties to. Okay, that makes sense. I I I I don't have a dead nuts confirmed or for certain, but I, I would think that Tangay was actually also part of the interview process for this position yeah. itself. So I don't know what his thought process is if he's not selected to then pivot to being maybe uh, it's kind of actually what happened with Dave Nonis. If you think about it, he was interviewed for the job yeah. and then didn't get it. And then was, you know, brought in as a senior VP and AGM. Okay. A uh, bigger picture, stepping back, looking at the flames, uh, the chaotic off season, uh, we were through some of the heavy lifting, a head coach will be announced. And then you got to deal with, okay, all these pending UFAs. But if I'm a fan over the last, you know, 20, 30, 40 years since they got here and I'm saying, hey, look, since 89, it's pretty much only been first time GMs and first time head coaches with a couple exceptions. Why will it work better this time? What would your answer be? Or should there be concern on that front that it's two theoretically green first timers if it's a Mitch Love or Ryan Husko and Connie is his first job? Julian Breezeboss seems to do okay in Tampa. Mm-hmm. So does John Cooper. Yeah. I mean, they never had an NHL job at that position before now. Yeah. Uh, go, down, go down the list. There's a, a long list of them that you have to get your start somewhere. You don't just wake up with, you know, 14 years of NHL GM experience. It's hard to come by. And... I, I don't, this is going to sound really funny to say, like there's a lot that goes into the position. So I'm not minimizing it by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But if you have critical thought and you surround yourself with the right people, this job doesn't need to be overwhelming. Yeah. Rhett said it, this from, for a while now. It's it. I, I don't want to say it's not rocket science, but it's not rock. Like, it's a lot of work. It's not rocket science. That's what it is. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of knowledge, but it's not, you're not, you're not building rockets to get, like, there's no science to it. It's information. It, it takes conviction. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the biggest things is having confidence in your ability to evaluate talent and trusting the people around you to do the things that you're not good at. Like to me, that was one of the most refreshing things of Craig Conroy's press conference was he said, I don't know everything. I can't like no one person, no GM can be good at every facet of this business, whether it's ARB cases and the salary cap or whether it's 
you know, mashing together the proper contracts that you need, amateur scouting, pro scouting, player development. There's going to be some running your minor league team. There's going to be some facet of this that you just, it's, it's not what you're good at. Mm-hmm. So instead of being pigheaded and think that you can go do it all yourself, surround yourself with the right people and trust them and let them do their job. 100%. That's that's what it comes down to. Hundred percent. Um, it is Frank Cervelli, our NHL insider, presented by Bonton Meat Market, a Calgary tradition since 1921. You can find them at 28 Crowfoot Circle Northwest. Uh, the cat's already out of the bag because you mentioned yesterday we sat down with Mike Vernon. That'll be dropping later this summer. He said back in the good old days, 1989, when they won the cup, like Cliff Fletcher was one of the best. I guess collaborators, um, br- you know, bring people in, gather lots of ideas, and knowing Craig a little, and you obviously know him a lot more. I'm like, talk about a guy good. that's great at that. Use the people around you. Lean into your network. A great collaborator, and I feel like you know, there's been some people in the organization that haven't been that. Daryl is known for silos, not collaboration. Not to mention a few others. It's it, it's a necessity. It's not an option. You can't operate in silos and think that you're going to be successful because. Going back to the point I just made about um, the different facets of the organization and, and all the different things that have to come together, to think that you are good enough, smart enough, and, and more to the point, have enough bandwidth to possibly be able to tackle all those things at once. Can you imagine also trying to do that while being the head coach of the team? It's it's impossible. Yeah. So um, you need collaboration and and. Like you, you need to have the humility to say, I don't know everything. And Craig Conroy, it's rare. He, he's, he addressed a couple of the things right off the hop. One, I, I don't know everything. And two, I'm going to make mistakes. When's the last time in any new GM's press conference, you heard someone say, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make mistakes. Ne- never. It, I, he just said like yeah. the key to the job is minimizing how many you do make. And, and I thought that was so smart because it, it admits that this is the only science that comes with this job. Uh, not to say that anyone's going to be working at SpaceX is you don't, you can pick a player at 18 years old that you feel super comfortable about. And, and in your thought process, but you don't have a crystal ball and you can't project what they're going to look like at 23 and 24, which is the whole name of the game. So there, there is, there's a little bit of science. There's a little bit of voodoo. There's, there's a whole bunch of things that go into it that you just, you don't know one year you get 922 out of Jacob Markstrom and the next year you get 890. Like yeah. there's no rhyme or reason to it half the time. And how else do you explain why the Boston Bruins aren't facing the uh, Vegas Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup final right now. Like they should have, by all accounts, beaten that Panthers team up multiple times. Yeah. Not Look, up 3 1, but also up in game seven. Like there, it's, it's bananas. Okay. So let's switch gears. We saw a big trade yesterday. LA's clearing out cap space, trying to get Gavrikov re upped. Columbus gets Provorov. Uh, Philly gets some picks and a couple uh, depth pieces. Like, this is sort of the beginning of when we start to see a lot of trades. We're heading into the draft. That draft capital is important teams, and people want to get their ducks lined up for when the start of the new year fiscally begins July 1, free agency, the cap, all that. Walk us through some of the hot spots around the league. 
Well, you know, I, I think all these teams that were involved in that transaction, Columbus, Philly, and LA are all really just kind of getting started, all accomplishing different things. Uh, the Flyers have ripped the Band-Aid off, and you're going to see an exodus of players. Danny Briere is rebuilding. Uh, I don't know that they're quite going to go the full Chicago route, but it's going to mm. be closer to that than a lot of the other rebuilds that we've seen. Okay. So the names that you're going to hear in the next few weeks, you heard Carter Hart on Tuesday. I don't think wow. they're antsy to do it, but they're certainly uh, listening. Nothing imminent at this exact moment in time. Kevin Hayes, Tony D'Angelo, Travis Sanheim, uh, you know, go through the roster. I, I think Travis Konechny is probably at a different price point. Joel Farabee, there's a whole bunch of guys that teams are going to be calling on. So that's the Flyers aspect. The Blue Jackets now, after using that pick that they got from the Gabrikov deal, are now going to focus on getting a center. Um, that's the one thing, you know, as intense as Boone Jenner is, and I, I like his game, he's got a limited skill set and ceiling. He can't be your number one center. Uh, you need to fix that position. And so hoping that someone that they pick at number three overall is going to accomplish that this year is foolish. Uh, they know that. And the seat is getting warm for Yarmo Kekalainen. In LA, we expect them to use that salary cap space that they got from dumping the Peterson and Walker contracts to then re-sign Vladislav Gabrikov. But the big thing is, what do they do in net? That's the one position. They still have a log jam on the right side of their defense. Gavrikov is fit like a glove on the left. And in net, they tried Corpusalo. Peterson was supposed to be the guy that they were turning the baton to after Jonathan Quick. That hasn't worked out. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see them be one of the teams that's in the mix for someone like a Connor Hellebuck this summer. Wow. With some cap flexibility that they have, I think the Kings, if they can get a goalie, are going to be very well positioned to be among the class of the West moving forward. What's the smoke around Alex DeBrinket? He was brought in. He's an RFA this summer, one year in Ottawa. It seemed like a pretty confident move made by a young club that hadn't made the step yet. And are they going to have to move him? Or is he a pain in the ass too? Well, like, why is this guy getting moved? What's going on? Uh, I don't think he's a pain in the ass. I think he's just sort of naturally curious, like anyone would be before considering signing a long-term extension first off uh, he's american born um second we don't know who the owner is going to be mm -hmm. how soon they'll be playing in a new building who the gm and who the coach is going to be i don't know about you Rhett, but depending on what they're offering me unless it's the sun the moon and the stars i'm probably not putting pen to paper on uh, a long-term deal with anyone until i have the answer to some of those questions um, so that's part of it. Uh, there's tons of rumblings out there about what these next ownership groups might do. We just don't know who it's going to be. A, a lot of people think they have GMs and head coaches in place. I reported yesterday that one of the prospective ownership groups has engaged Patrick Waugh uh, as a potential head coaching candidate. Like there's all sorts of things happening behind the scenes that, you know, really, is in a holding pattern right now. And, and speaking of smoke, the mm. wildfires in Eastern Canada, it's uh, it's insane where I am here in Philly. Uh, I know that's a, a typically a, a Western Canadian thing, but we, uh, we have some legit health warnings out there. Kids indoor recess today. Yeah, not good. We were dealing with that what, almost a month ago. Yeah, my kids uh, in Buffalo, same thing. Field trips canceled, outdoor activities canceled. Yeah. So it's, oh, it's, we need rain.
You, you make good points on the Ottawa stuff, Frank. Uh, go ahead, Rhett. Well, I just – I can't remember if we talked to Frank about this, but a few weeks ago or a week ago, somebody brought up a trade with Columbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Excellent. Lind, the Lindholm from so Calgary. So Aaron Portsline was chatting with Julian McKenzie, who's the new Calgary beat reporter for The Athletic. I think his first season here. Portsline's been forever installed in Columbus. And they were just spitballing, but it, circled, it, it really dovetailed with what you were saying with Columbus. Like – they're moving forward quickly. This is not the beginning of a long, slow process. When you hire Mike Babcock, when you make the types of deals that they're making, the the deal was interesting because it changed the way we thought about what Craig Conroy could do. And it also allows you like, Oh geez, there could be some fingerprints here. Number three and Lindholm being the principal piece of swapping hands. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not asking, is this a live thing, but is that the type of deal you could see Columbus making? And then conversely, would the Flames entertain a deal like that? Well, the, I think the Flames would have to think about it just because you'd have to think about potentially solving both the here and now sooner um, than later with regards to Lindholm and the next deal. I can only tell you this, having checked on that story in the last few weeks, it's great fodder uh, yeah. for us to talk about, but I don't have any indication that the Columbus Blue Jackets are willing to move number three overall. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And in fact, I had poked around yesterday as the trade was going around, going down. Is there any chance that number three is involved? They're like, what are you kidding? Yeah. Um, that's how high regard the Blue Jackets hold this pick in. So as good of a player as Lindholm is and intriguing as he is, especially for one more year um, at that price point, it's not happening for number three overall. Yeah. And if it were to be on the table, I'd have to think that the Flames would be giving it a long, hard look. Uh, UFA class, you, you published your top UFAs a while ago. It's not the sexiest of, uh, of lists, but there's also a couple of names you wouldn't have had on there that have got to be rocketing up. Like we talked about it yesterday. Like what does the world look like for Aiden Hill? Is this Bennington all over? or Is it a little bit different? No, I think it's different as, as good as he's been nine thirty seven save percentage in these playoffs. It's been ridiculous. Um, and in fact, I'm, I'm kind of wrestling personally. What do I do with my con Smythe ballot? Because yeah. He's been that good. I just, I think for goalies to, to get into that conversation, you have to really be exceptional. And he's, he's really right on the borderline of that. Um, how much of that is an impact though, from Bruce Cassidy and his system? I just wrapped up daily Faceoff live before this. And my co-host for the day was Colby Cohn, who played for four seasons under Bruce Cassidy. And he was saying, mm. if you stick to the system, He's, he has the ability of the way his team plays to take an average goalie and make them look really good. I do think that there is an, I'm not saying there's a direct correlation, but I do think there's an impact of um, 
system to yeah, goaltender performance. Yeah, we've seen it in Carolina too, right? Like there, it doesn't seem to matter who they plug and play. You get good goaltending because you don't allow a lot of great chances. Well, so look at all the different guys that Vegas has used this year. So yeah. I think people sort of have a skeptical or naturally skeptical viewpoint of what Hill's next deal looks like. It's it's going to start with a three, I think. I think it's closer to three seven five a year. Um, and I don't really have any indication as to why it wouldn't be in Vegas. Like he's yeah, their property. Totally. Like they need a goalie. They, they don't need, have anyone I, signed up for come next on, year. If they win, how do you? It's kind of like letting Mitch Love walk away from here. You got a goaltender that won you Found the money. Stanley Cup, yeah. possibly, and you're gonna. And just while we're on that, are you seeing any chance of a Robin Leonard return? There's two more years at four and a half, I believe. Is he done? 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 Uh, not a hundred percent confirmed, but I think that's the speculation okay. behind the scenes. Yeah, because that, if you know that money's dead, you can approach that challenge a little differently. Obviously, uh, eleven starts for Hill this year, nine wins. That is tidy in the postseason. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the it, Golden Knights have just been ridiculously consistent. Yeah. What are you seeing in that series? Man, I just, if I'm Paul Maurice and you have a second consecutive off day today, you're trying to sit there and conjure up a path forward for your team. And I just, I don't know one thing that they can hang their hat on, right? Mm. Like, I'll run through them in in 15 seconds for you. Both of their special teams are garbage. Uh, Their Mm. star player, Matthew Kachuk, is a few degrees off center and definitely off kilter. I think the whole team has been as a result. Sergei Bobrovsky's allowed eight goals in 87 minutes. Radko Gudis is expected to play in game three, but missing him in game two hurt. E2 Lusterainen's a big part of their team. And I just, I don't know what you turn around. Oh, and the chaos. It's, it's been extremely chaotic in front of their own net. But more to that point, they've created so very little in front of Aiden Hill that I don't, like, what, what is your calling card here? What is your path back into the series I don't know what it is. And I don't see Vegas losing four of the next five. Yeah, I don't see him losing four of the next five. I'm hoping that the Florida can put something together to make a series of it, at least to cause some interest. I actually would think the only thing that they can control is like minimize the chaos. The discipline. You've right? tried to be the ramrods and this and that running around and act like not idiots, but you're trying to Acting be like Warners. They're <laughs> trying to be intimidating and pissing around. But in all reality, I think they got to just go, go play some hockey boys. Let's try and let's try and skate and play and have some discipline. It's six skaters left on their bench the other night. But by the way, like an absolute ridiculous show by the NHL officials. Like this is not, no one's coming to see you handing out 10 minute misconducts. I know the game was out of hand. It doesn't matter. You're, you're, you're taking the best player on the Florida Panthers and, and sending him to the locker room. You're mm. directly influencing the end result of the game. Yeah. Well, and at that, they can, I, I get what they're trying to do in certain, but when you go that far, you can almost piss the guys off more where it's like, F you then. Now I am going to be a prick. How's Maurice handling all this? Like, I, I know he's uh, take a deep breath was the quote after game one. And I feel like he's got to have some similar sort of narrative after was, that, but, but he didn't look like he'd was, taken a deep breath. Did he? He was freaking out the whole night. Everyone just fucking breathe. Yeah. That was the actual quote. Sure. Uh, uh, but, but I mean, did he show that? It didn't look like he'd take everyone just bleep and breathe. He looked like a guy that was wound up as much as the rest of that team that he, was undisciplined. He just is wound up. Yeah. Um, he always is wound up. Okay. I, it, it's actually one of the favorite moments that I've had um, covering the NHL. I was in Nashville. I'm trying to think. It would have been Winnipeg, Nashville in that 
2018 series Before and they had a game Vegas. seven yeah. and I just happened to be walking out of the rink after the press conference and, and, and Mo was walking to the bus and we, we linked up and he, he put his arm around me and in like a 30 second span, he dropped like 45 F bombs <laughs> about how excited he was for game seven that night. And first off, I love the competitive fire, but more than that, um, I do think that teams and players feed off of the emotion and energy of their coach. Most of the time, that's a real positive. Yeah. And you would think that how excited he is, it is a positive for this Panthers team because it's, it's also mostly positive, his viewpoint. But there is the, you know, as I mentioned, a few degrees off center. There's something to the idea that you can be overhyped as well. It's like telling your wife to calm down. That ever go well for you guys? No, no, Doesn't no, work no, for me. No. Paul Maurice telling guys to stay calm. Take fucking stay breath. calm. <laughs> Everyone, just take a fucking breath. Okay, Paul, you go first. Uh, okay, uh, I, I don't want to drag you too long. Last one for you. The cap has been. We we talked about it. This was a thing that could be traded between the union and the league. Cap, sure, we'll move it up. But what are we getting? And the PA sort of saying, we don't want to trade anything. We'll deal with. If you're going to be rigid about it, fine. So a small, small incremental gain this summer looking like what's going to happen. And then next year you could see a, a massive jump. This doesn't feel like a great recipe for uh, a league that's got GMs that really aren't that disciplined financially sometimes. It's still up for debate. I okay. understand what Gary Bettman said, but I've covered enough Posturing. of these press conferences and lockouts to know that it's a negotiation and he was throwing red meat to the players and to yeah. everyone else to get them worked up to say, really they're not going to have us increase the cap like what's going on here mm -hmm. it, it it what it does is spur this exact conversation and talk among players and i can only tell you that two weeks ago today when the nhl and the nhlpa met in new york uh sort of the initial uh gary bettman marty walsh sit down at the table talk that one of the things on the table was increasing the cap by three million bucks for this summer but to your point, it came with a, a, a list of things that they want. And right now, there's no indication that the PA is willing to play ball. But I wonder what the stance looks like once the board of governors and GMs understand that we're entering a fourth consecutive season of a flat cap. I think Gary Bettman knows that people inside his own camp mm -hmm. want to see a change. And I think, I believe that there's still a path forward for an increase this year. What would a timeline be for that? Because free agency opens July 1. You'd want to have that stuff cemented ahead of that, correct? Tuesday, June 26th is when the GMs meet in Nashville. It's a Tuesday. I assume uh, you guys will be nursing a hangover after hanging with me on Monday night. I think we'll uh, be working on one. I, I don't know that. I think we arrived Tuesday. We so, might need uh, to, yeah. We might need to take the old shampoo factor on Tuesday. Just, just lather in a... A little, uh, a little something extra in the morning. Um, but uh, that's the date of the GM meetings where they usually okay. share the cap for next season. That's probably sort of the drop dead date to get it done. Interesting. It affects a lot. I mean, this team here is over the cap without any change. And with, you've got room. Like, that's an entirely different offseason in terms of, like, how pressure points work, how easy it is to unload contracts, how weary teams are of adding 
salary. Like that's, that's a massive, massive piece for the summer for everyone. And a precedent setting trade, I think with the $8 million that the LA Kings were able to move for very little on Tuesday that I had a couple of GMs reach out to me and say, can you believe that's all they had to give up a second and Helga Granz, who is a five, six, seven defenseman prospect, hmm. a C level prospect who is, I, I'm told his his most recent comp is someone like a Marcus Nudavara hmm. in the NHL, you know, could be an NHL player, might not be. That's a pretty short price to pay to move eight million bones. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate it. Always great. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon enough in, in the flesh, which we love. It was great in Jasper. We'll Cannot wait. Awesome. Appreciate see it. See you guys. There's Frank Saravalli, our NHL insider for Bonton Meat Market, 28 Crowfoot Circle. Have you talked to Greg yet? You're in town. Send him a text right now. Ask him what you're barbecuing Friday night. Because it's, it's, you know, Frank's got the bad weather out there with the smoke. It, it's looking pretty nice here. I think Dino was doing a barbecue forecast. Uh, 29 this afternoon. Can you get up there after the show? Uh, tomorrow, high of 29 again. And Friday, yeah, you're going to want to barbecue tomorrow. Today or tomorrow is your barbecue day. All right, today. I'm going up there right now. Okay, good. Very good. Buy Jack Tack, a sandwich, and then. Oh. Did you Jack, have you had the potato salad? Did you see him no, complaining I to me? Like, you've not had the potato He's salad? He's new here. No. The Jack Attack's new. Jack. And. Uh, Again, we're not potato salad people, and we're not no. supposed to talk about the potato salad. It's the best potato salad you'll ever have in your life, and you will like potato salad, but only the Bonton potato salad. And now that you've mentioned the potato now salad. Now you're going to have to get that. Now too. I have to get the potato you know that he hasn't had the potato salad. Yeah. You can see how, like, a lot of people's eyes will just glaze over and start talking about the cap. But if Craig Conroy has to shed off money while changing this roster yeah. versus, oh, I got three million bucks to well, work with, it's very different options. Now, the same issues are are present. You've got seven UFAs. You've got to probably make a decision. But on does a it change your whole approach? To no, the... but I'm just saying the pressure well, point. Be, well, yeah, sure. It might. But my point would be if you're just like, oh, we'll just move Vladar. Well, yeah. If teams are cool with Vladar 275, if the cap's going up, that's probably you can get something really nice. If all of a sudden you're like, oh, can we find someone for half that? Because I don't have enough room this summer. Like it changes everything. What do you do in net? What do you do well, with these UFAs? I mean. if, it, yeah. if it doesn't go up and you can't say he was trying to go with kind of a status quo approach to the yeah. next year. Yeah. Well, can you even put the team together? Or if you don't have the money to, to maintain the guys and go, you're over, you, you're you have over. to make changes. You're over. All of a sudden you're making changes. Then you're like, well, if I'm making effing changes, I might as well. I think the script and go yeah. young or I don't know. The easiest way to save around 2 million bucks is Vladar. And so are you willing to take almost nothing if that's what the market bears, if the cap doesn't go up? Or could this be a really robust trade? Where, oh, geez, look at this. We've got another second rounder. Well, that's... And the cap's going to dictate a lot of that. And if you're Craig Conroy, you're like, oh, should we trade with Ladar? So, well, what's the cap doing? Because I, I don't know what I can get for this guy until I see where teams are at financially. He might be the perfect price point for a team or be too expensive, depending yeah, on what the cap's doing. The one guy we're not talking about a lot, I know there's a lot of chatter about Elias Lindholm, and rightfully so. His two line mates left and have enjoyed, uh, well, to varying levels, success in new markets, different places. Uh, they, they all went through that COVID nonsense here, which I'm not saying Canada did anything wrong. What I'm saying is if you're a 25-year-old millionaire playing pro sports, it, life was easier in the States. And that doesn't mean Canada did something wrong, U.S. did right. But for these guys, it was tough here. 
We talk a lot about Lindholm. What we don't talk about is I think his defensive equivalent, a guy that's a rock solid top pair minute munching Noah Hannafin. They're in the same spot. They're almost the same age. You have very similar contracts. They're involved in the same trade. I feel like there's a big conversation to be had about what you do with Noah Hannafin because he's not going to be cheap and you are going to be doing the same thing as Lindholm, locking him up long-term. He's yeah. going to demand max term into his 30s. Is that a guy you're going to ride with till he's 35? He skates I, great. I just think that he's a more – it's a piece you can fit in. He's a little bit younger. He skates well. Here's my whole problem with the whole roster is the you're gonna you're talking about moving Lindholm or Hannafin and those aren't the issues. Those guys aren't your issue, guys. No, those are guys you should be desperately trying to hang on to because I think that they will serve a purpose for the term of their contract. Agreed. But only if only if Lindholm's the older only old guy left. No, when you're already you already can't have yeah. three mm -hmm. centermen that are 32 plus playing in this league. And the other thing I wanted to say, mm -hmm. because we're talking about coach, if you're hiring Mitch Laverasca, whoever it's going to be, how much influence do they get to have on what roster and what type of player they want? Is that a con right? Like you don't want to give too bitch, much, but, but you got, certainly want to fit the coach to the personnel. You right? can't have a Daryl Silo and Tree Silo. You're yeah. trying to fix that situation. Right. It's going to be a really quick turnover. Okay, you get the job, whoever Mitch. What kind of team you want? It's going to go from, yeah. right? Like, how are you going to play? How are you going to play? What do you play with you? I really want to get all these young kids in. It's like, well, okay, so maybe I will shed a vet. Right. Other, whereas if you're going to run with the vets, maybe a first time head coach isn't the guy I to just, run that run. Right? I know that you, and you're, you're probably right. I think you have, I, I hope, I don't know that you can do anything, but I hope, I would pray and hope that there's a market for Hubert Earl Cadre. Or a, Even, or a huge bounce back where they're not an issue. Yeah. I just I just think that long – I don't – but this is the problem. If I don't think they're going to be bounce back, probably most people watching are. Yeah. Insane. Tilt your mic just up towards your mouth a little more. Blah, blah, Thank blah, blah, you. Blah. There you are. Um, I, I agree with you. The idea of extending Lindholm is not a bad one, but when you put it in the environment yes. of already having Huberto for the next eight, Kadri for the next six, now you're like, oh, boy. And I don't loop Backlund in here because he's 35. He's not going to sign a six-year deal. If you have him, it's a one- or a two-year deal. And if he wants more than that, it'll be elsewhere. But if, if he's, if but he's is that like, good we can asset win. management with Backlund? To even I mean, if, if he's great and you can move him if you're not good and still get something, sure. But it all depends I don't know. on what you think next year is going to be. Is this a team that's going to be better because Daryl's gone? They got the coach right I would hope the goaltending's better. The goal I would tending. hope the power play's better. Shillington coming back doesn't make you worse. No, I think they should be better too. I just don't know. They played so poorly and disinterestedly that I have a hard time believing or seeing that how they're going to be a bunch of guys with energy and effort and showing up and, and outworking other teams. And I watch the playoffs and I don't know that they have the, the speed or the yeah. offensive creativity to play in these series. And how much of that is system and how much is that the personnel you build? This is the challenge. Or how much was it being mad at the coach? Yeah, totally. Right? right? Yeah. Like if, yeah. if, if you're 15% less interested in playing because the coach you don't get along with. Yeah. It'll show up. What's that equal? Yeah. No, you said it the other day. It's like, man, if you had a best friend on a team and that team wasn't there the next year, you'd just be down a little. Now imagine the storm cloud that Daryl can be if you're not getting along and the team's yep. losing. Like, what's that worth? We'll find out. How much better? And to be fair, there's a couple guys that look like they quit. Those guys are going to have to not do that this year, no matter what the fuck happens, even if you don't get along with the coach. Yes, if you don't get along with the coach and you're ready to quit again, then the issue really lies with it. It's Yeah, yeah.
it's honestly, there's a lot of layers to this for Connie's first off season and number 16 in a deep draft, seven pending UFAs. Go get him, Connie. (laughs) Connie, we know you talked about mistakes. Just don't make them this summer. (laughs) And to be fair, like that's just being honest. The best GMs in the sport make mistakes. Oh, it's quite regularly. Yeah. This guy was on waivers. Why didn't anyone get him? Like, I mean, it's just, it's, it's not, oh, the equation says do this or not. Like there's a lot of art here. This is more art than science in a lot of ways. Putting a group of people together in the same room under the leadership of certain group of people and under, you know, we're going to play this way. Like there's, there's a lot of feel here more than I often give credit because I love looking at data. The one that stands out to me last year were the defenseman we lost. Yeah. The kid that went to Phoenix. Oh, Valmaki. Mackey. Valmaki. How did we? What? what? Waivers. To me, that's mismanagement because (sighs) you talk about uh, Noah Hannafin and maybe getting rid of him. You don't have any effing depth. That's the guy that could theoretically play his role. You let him go for nothing. Yeah. And and again, it's it's some blood on the GM's hand. There's a lot on the coach's hands, too. And they're both gone. You can't, and and Valimaki is too. If you're yeah. Connie, you're like, fuck, I could use that piece that, this year. Yes, yeah, if I had a player, now I, now I can up. move Hannafin yeah. for a haul. Let's move up in the first round. Let's get another Shh. second. I'll bring in a guy under cost control. Uh, frustrating. And look, that's why there's going to be a new GM and a new head coach. Shit hit the fan. Yeah. Teams that are in great shape, positioned to win a cup, that are on long runs in the playoffs. Don't just change coach and GM. This happens when things didn't go like they were supposed to. So go ahead and make it work what like it's supposed to. What a year it has been for the Flames organization. No kidding. Okay, uh, we'll switch gears. Let's go to the Panda Report. We do that for Village Honda up in the uh, Northwest Auto Mall. You can pop in and grab a coffee and forget my bonton. It's right in the neighborhood. And you can talk to Anthony. He'll be fired up about Cavalry FC this weekend. <laughs> They're playing Vancouver. Another time. Anything Dutch Draw. football. Leo Messi made a move today. I think we did. Made, he? Oh boy. Was, we were thinking he'd go to Saudi Arabia, chase the money a little bit. Mm-hmm. Was he going back to Barcelona? Mm-hmm. Find out in a moment. Pender report for Village Honda. We will start with. Uh, do you want to sing Happy Birthday? Do you want to blow the candles? What do you do for Milan Lucic? I don't want to start a fight here. Milan, Happy Birthday. Thirty-five. Give him a contract. That'd be a nice. Connie, careful. <laughs> I someone will. I think he should go to Buffalo. I don't mind that. Um, is Ocposa playing a similar role or not? Because they can't play the. I think they have. I think they made a mistake with Ocposa. They give him too much money, and I know it's one year, but they've got so much room in a cap that it's. It's not. That's not the issue. Like they've got cap space, so you could bring in Luch, maybe give him the same contract, two and a half, even though I think that's overpaying. Yeah. But it might. But for Luch, he'd play for that. I got to think, and he that's he could have a major impact with that group. Those guys are uh, shit scared. There's a lot of teams where you're like, that wouldn't be the worst. Anyway. Team like Dallas, they got all those young That's guys. That's my birthday Hints present to Luch. I'm getting them a contract. Yeah, Luch, just uh, send over the commission to Rhett. Your, your agent sits out this yeah, one. Buy me a beer. That'll work too. Yeah, good. Uh, that's the little bit of Flames news. Also, we talked a lot about uh, they're, they're wrapping up the head coaching hire. So expect news in the near future. Internally, it could be done as soon as today. I'd think if it gets past Monday without an announcement, that'd be a little surprising. We'll see. I'd be stuck. Yeah, really surprised if it goes further than that. Uh, 
in the NHL final. No games today. They are tomorrow. No Radko Gudis at skate today. Also, no. Frank alluded that he's going to play, and I'm. Which I heard that. I too. think I'm he like, will, wow. but he probably shouldn't. It's the same situation as the Red Star. Mm. <laughs> he's going to say the right things and get in the lineup and do his damnedest. What but... would What would you tell the Redster uh, th- right now? Because you you sort of alluded to it. Oh, four. I don't know. Cups. It's easy because it's the cup, and if you know exactly. you're not winning, it's different. But at that point, you're like, we're going to win this thing. Yeah, I don't. Th- there's certainly concerns for your health the older you get and recognizing the things that you did to your body and brain. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd change any of it. There was some famous study that was done. I don't know when it was, but it was like they asked Olympic caliber athletes, if you could take a pill that guaranteed you gold medal, but you had a chance of dying in the next five years, would you take it? And it was like 15 to 30% or something, somewhere in that window. People said, yeah, do it. Like the stakes are incredibly high and that, trophy it means so much to so many people you, yeah okay yeah and there's lots I'm, of people I'm, that's I'm finding a way silly. to play i don't I mean, care what you say but there's yeah you got to be wired differently to be a pro athlete anyway i think you have the, the idea of winning at all costs is not crazy anyway moving along those uh look for lester ryan and, and gudis to be game time decisions tomorrow alec manoa talked about the struggles yesterday he down Cy young oh wait uh last year Cy young votes this year Florida Complex League, which is the old uh, Florida State League. I don't know what it's that's too bad. I hope uh, it's an indoor arena. Gulf Coast. It's very hot and humid down there. Uh, what's good is their training facilities down there so they can get them in the, quote, lab, the pitching lab, where they can get the Rapsodo machine watching what's happening with his pitches. They can slow-mo his delivery, what's happening, why don't we have consistency, inability to throw strikes. He's also had a lot of weight for a guy that I think was 260 last year. Jeez. Why are you don't have a lab and florida well it's only in florida why isn't it i'm sure they have some of that stuff in toronto but i think part of it is that the 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 minor leagues are so huge their center for training in season and off is down there all right but yeah go manoa go manoa uh the good news is they do have a picture that is going to get some Cy young votes it appears kevin gossman or guasman or however you want to say i mean potato potato phenomenal last night 13 strikeouts i want you to watch this sequence here the first pitch is his sinker, which falls off and hits the dirt. And the next pitch is the fastball. Okay, dead straight. So watch them when you overlay them. Watch how late in the pitch before they separate. Like you're halfway to the plate there. One's a foot like off the plate, and the other is the bottom of the zone. Good luck hitting this guy. You're just guessing. I could hit this guy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that, nothing makes me more angry. That Well, that's one of many things that makes me angry. The common guy saying, Oh, I could hit a. I could hit off a major. No, you could not. No, you could not. No, no. You might break your hand catching one on the wrong part of the bat. Like, no, Ow. you could not. I'm sorry. Yes, you play slow pitch. No, that has nothing to do with hitting a hundred mile an hour fastball. Uh, other baseball news: bad news for Jacob Degrom, the former Mets ace who signed in Texas. Big deal. Oh no! Six starts, second Tommy John. Not good. What's better, the first or the second, Tommy? Hopefully, the second for Jacob Degrom. I yeah, pitch really the first well one wasn't first. so good. I, I mean, it was great for a while. And then like, I need another one. It's like upgrading your car, right? It's like going back to village, getting a newer one. That's like poor Mike Sorokin, Achilles. Mike, by the way, uh, optioned back to AAA. Had two starts up, just okay. Let's let him work. It's been a couple of years. So back at uh, AAA, Gwinnett. The Gwinnett somethings. Gwinnett to Gwinnett. 
Judge will be gone for the Yankees for a bit. No. That's not ideal for them, but uh, excellent for the rest of the AL East. Sprain and contusion. Got a contusion? It's oh, a, a fancy word for a bruise. Know what that is? Or a cut. I don't know. Okay, we'll move along. We'll, we won't pretend to be experts. Uh, I'm sorry about your bills. Did you hear the news? No. Their first ever Madden cover. And oh, so the no, Madden yeah. curse is now onto the bills. I was, there was a lot of, I was in a parking lot at the rink the other day and I heard people talk. Can you believe they put them on the cover of Madden? <laughs> they kept me doing us. Oh, this was going to be our year. They're screwing us again. That's tough, eh? Do we, do we believe in curses like that? Do You're, not, yeah, okay, good. Because you, you weren't buying the. I think it's going to be great. He's single again and he's living oh, it. Oh, is he single again? Where's Mrs. Uh, the former Mrs. A Allen? Bit of a breakup. Really? You That's, got the scoop here. It's very. Did the shoveler send you out so she could make very, moves here, or what's yeah, going on? Yeah, maybe she's upgrading. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be an upgrade. I mean, could he be as charming and hilarious and kind and I would caring? Almost said something rude, but hmm. okay. Don't say anything topic. rude. That's great. Patrick Mahomes is a great teammate, right? We know that. No. And you could probably be like, uh, I'm sick of them dish. winning. His brother's Richard. You're a Bills fan. They've hurt you a couple times. Watch how he saves his idiot buddy, Travis Kelsey, who also happens to be very good at football. Here they are at the White House a few days ago, and they're posing for a photo with the president, Joe Biden. And Kelsey, what does he look at? Oh, there's the mic. Why don't I just drop a couple verses here and wait till Mahomes sees him? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Didn't even let him get a sentence. I know how this goes. I know how you operate. Stop it. So this would be like if we're in Nashville for the draft, for example. So I've been in... waiting for this. Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, we can stop right now. Just no, no. All right. Uh, you, let's say I'm in the lobby of a hotel. I've had a few beers. And I'm starting to do my high kicking, and like Gary Bettman walks in. You're like, no, 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 no. Like that's what oh, we just saw there. That that's one. protecting a friend from himself. I would let you fail miserably. Well, I'm not a teammate. Yes, like we're not friends. Home. Fair enough. And I had that feeling anyway, suspicion at least. Leo Messi's moving. It was uh, the longtime FC Barcelona man went to Paris a couple of years. And what? Inter Miami? MLS? Open wide for some soccer. Really? How about this? Uh, MLS. And apparently, not unlike uh, Beckham, this deal involves more than salary. If you see an uptick in Apple TV subscriptions who hold their television rights or streaming rights, he's going to get a slice of that. He's going to get a huge amount of money. He probably going to end up owning a piece of this team when he's done. Yes. The greatest footballer of all time, I would argue, coming to MLS. And not like 40-year-old, but like, you know, still played in one of the best clubs in the world last year. He's closer to prime, not prime, but closer. Just won a World Cup. It's a big get for MLS. Money uh, talks, Red, as I we learned like yesterday. Him. Apparently, money does talk. Yeah. They're not talking how much money he's going to make? Or does it... I think it's one of these convoluted deals where it could be worth a shitload, but it depends on how much more money the business makes than he's so going to get a piece of. There's zero downside and massive upside. For Leo, yeah. Yeah, a lot upside. Uh, also, he's going to make people look foolish in that league because, uh, you know, he's I'm going to go watch. He's player in the world. Uh, John ja Morant, remember we last checked in, he was waving a gun around on social media? Yeah, he's a real Now, apparently, toy gun. Adam Silver, cool. 30 games still. Wow. What? I mean, I guess the NBA's point is kids watching you on social don't know that's a toy. You're being a jackass. And you've been told not to do it. And you've been told not to. 
and I don't buy that it was a toy gun. I, I, I'm not a gun expert. I know you prove it. Okay. Yeah. Actually, don't prove it. Just stop. Just stop waving guns around on social media, please. Uh, finally, this is Rory at the RBC Canadian Open. This is two years in a row that the RBC Canadian Open has been completely hijacked by Live News. Last yeah, year, it was the announcement don't... that Live was starting the week of the RBC Canadian Open. And now, yesterday, the the bombshell that the Live Golf, DP World Tour, and PGA are going to be uniting the world of golf, a.k.a. taking the money. Now, do you think this is a, like, is RBC pissed about this, would you think? Or I would say yes and no. No one's talking about the tournament, but We're a lot of people will be in. watching yeah. because golf is front and center again. So it's, it sucks that they're not talking about the Oakville Golf Course or wherever it's being hosted or, you know, but last year was their most fruitful event in the midst of all this chaos. And I suppose you can sell that down the road, former guys like Dustin Johnson, who had the RBC logo on his hat for a while, that have gone to live. Now they might become, you'll have stronger fields in future theory. But then also it's head to head with a live event. I don't know how to feel about it. Let's go to Rory, who uh, maybe was the biggest loser of yesterday's news. He and Jay Monahan for very different reasons. Rory for not taking the money and Jay for showing a lack of a spine or at least uh, how to alienate the PGA's oh. best players. There were calls so, for his resignation um, yesterday. I got a text message on uh, Monday night, I guess, um, from Jimmy Dunn saying, hey, can I give you a call in the morning? So I said, sure. Uh, Jimmy rang me at about 6.30 yesterday morning. Um, we had a chat, took me through the news, took me through the deal, the structure of the deal, um, what it meant for us, what it meant for the DP World Tour. Um, so yeah, I, I learned about it pretty much at the same time everyone else did. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was a surprise. Um, I knew there had been discussions going on um, in the background. I knew that uh, lines of communication had been opened up. Uh, I obviously didn't expect it to happen as, as quickly as it did. Um, but I really think that you know, from what I gather, the tour felt they were in a real position of strength coming off the back of the DP world, winning their legal case in, in London. Um, it sort of weakened um, the other side's position. And, um, you know, they went in there and, you know, the way Jimmy described it, you know, Rory, sometimes you got too itty over water and you just got to go for it. And All right. Uh... <laughs> Doesn't look like I lost a half billion dollars, but also uh, not necessarily doing backflips there. And and what happens to the, the commissioner of the PJ Jay Monahan is very interesting to me now. He seems way more relaxed than I would. I wonder if there's what was. There's been talk about a compensation package for guys that didn't leave, but that is certainly just talk at this point from what I'm seeing on social. It would make sense. And if there was going to happen, Roy well, would have been told about it. The, the way that the PGA could save face to a certain extent is to have worked that into the deal. Yes. If okay. You, so you, you go star live, players. Okay, we're going to, yeah. we're going to, we're going to, partner up but the deals that you offered those guys before yeah maybe percentage. a poor percentage of that has to be paid out to them so that'd be rory i don't know scheffler spieth fowler was offered a ton of money and hasn't been playing good golf for a while whatever it is yeah like it's a lot of those guys it was be loyal be loyal okay we're loyal what have they got for it to show for it probably have to try to make them at least partially compensated for that loyalty they were begged to they show. don't have to do it no they if don't you wanted to be not a complete snake if you want to keep your job yeah. Jay. so we'll see what happens there and finally don't you hate it when this happens um this is apparently back in buffalo the shoveler sent this in uh apparently she said to your one son you can have one slice of bread and he hollowed the whole bastard out or that's how you got it i can't no, be no, no that's for the uh the pocket dog oh wow fill that baby up oh yeah 
You, you might be able to fit chicken in there. That looks like a huge loaf. That's yeah. outstanding. Let's do it. Oh, man. That puck dog. The village is right up there by Bonton. I'm telling you. Also, check it out. If you if you got a car hanging on your hands, you could let them buy it from you. they got a million bucks to buy used cars. They'll send you on a tropical cruise. Pay it politely for your used vehicle. Village Honda. You can see the QR code on your screen. Give it a zap. Your dealership for life. Find out more at villagehonda.com. Yeah, a million bucks. Turn to cash. Car into cash. Do it? Yeah. Do it. It's my brother's car, but yeah, I should. Oh, boy, that'd be a move. See, uh, what do you do? Send him out fishing for the weekend, something like that? He's in Vegas, actually. Oh, perfect. Hey, I got you some money because I knew you'd lose some in Vegas. Great. Where's my car? Gone. It's on Village Honda. You've done a really nice job cleaning it up. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, we got Betway Bats to do. Anything else front and center here on this day? It's uh, we actually yeah, coming up on an hour, twenty minutes or so. Oh, I think we're good. I'd be. It's going to be interesting the next couple of days to hear what comes out of the Saddleum or yes. Conroy's mouth because I think something will be. Yeah, and, and I think uh, as much as the introductory press conference was welcome, and here's who I am, and everyone knows who Craig is, but I think we're going to start to see the first fingerprints of his vision for this club with the coaching hire. Yeah. It'll be good. The other thing I wanted to say, yeah, people that are listening, what would be a good interview? Ooh, yeah, we let the cat out of the bag on Vernon. We had Vernon in yesterday. Well, that's fine. I don't think it's it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, right? Is there someone out there that send the Redster on on Twitter a note for who you'd love to see us chat with? We're doing some long form stuff for the summer. Uh, we've had, I believe, three done. We've got another one that you and Boom will do tomorrow. We've kind of been rotating guys through. There's another list of five, 10 guys that we're going to get to. It's really light in the summer for content and maybe you're driving or it's like you're out on the golf course or it's, Hey, we're going on vacation. We get this long haul or on the boat while we're fishing. We want to listen to something. We're going to do have a lot of long form chats with guys. We've got three done already and more coming. If you've got a suggestion for the Redster, hammer them on social. Let's do it. Because the six degrees of Rhett, you can be connected with anyone. Absolutely. No idiots though. I don't want some clown shows on who does that rule out uh, connie be a good one keep connie be on. good but I get connie done please i don't think jerome there's a guy he would be good this is your teammates Iggy we're leaving this good. on you why don't we have these guys lined up let's go answer your phone come on fellas uh jason action tonight nba final tonight denver's favorite on the road in miami tomorrow the cfl season opens Lions and Stampeders. I see we got a new table in here, too. Yeah, new table. Might be something else new coming with that table. Uh, Vegas and Florida will go tomorrow as well. Should we get to that Stamps game tomorrow or just go tailgate? What's the move here? Tailgate would be good. I like tailgate. Let's see if Greg's going. What I'm going to. Yeah. Bonton today. I'll get the down. I'll get the lowdown. Yes, the lowdown. The DL. The download. The lowdown. The LD? Hmm. Whatever. Let's uh, go to our Betway bets of the day. I'm focusing in on baseball and basketball today. Betway, get the app. Ontario only 19 plus. Bet the responsible way. Uh, I like the Nuggets. Minus three and a half. It's almost even money. Remember game one where they just selected them and looked better? Yeah, I don't know that we don't see a few more games like that. If it's tonight, there we are. Nearly even money. And John the Marshall Show has scored in a billion straight games. Is that Is what that, I'm reading okay. here? Okay. Wow, he's been on an absolute here. I think it's 12 in his last 12. Whew. That's a major push for the old cons. He is thing. now, uh, you have to lay money to, uh, yeah, like he, he's less than even money at uh, the Con Smythe one. That's how good he's been. So why not stick with him while he's hot? 
also will watch for that first period over for Vegas. They've hit it 12 of the last 13 games right. or 13 of 14, and it's game day tomorrow. So uh, expect to see that tomorrow perhaps on the Betway Bets. And yesterday we drilled the Guazman bets because we had yeah, two strikeout totals. He eclipsed both of them. We keep misspelling his name. This bastard might win the Cy Young. That would have been a bet for the spring. I was telling people, Gosman, get your Cy Young. It's 35 to 1. Come on, go, go, go. Uh, enjoy today. Talk to Greg, please. I don't like we asked Rhett Jack the other day. Hey, uh, what date uh, how long are you here till? Uh, till I leave. I don't know when that is. Could be Friday. It could be Friday. It, it could be Never. It could be July. Could be next Wednesday. It could be next I Wednesday. Not be here next Thursday, Friday, so, Saturday. So you're not here next Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So my point to you is this: you have a window here. I don't know how long it is. You don't know how long it is. Get the good meat on the barbecue sooner than later. Before this runway goes away, we got a little rain showing up this weekend. Now is the time. All right. Okay. I'm going. Very good. Quit yelling. Betway uh, partner of ours. Those are Betway bets. That's it. Boom. We'll be back tomorrow. Boom. Good luck with the uh, huff today. I hope it heals up a little bit. Hope yeah, we'll see if that uh, yeah. gum from junior high school is found in his ear or not. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know, his, his eyes are failing him. It's, the gout's flaring up. We just want him to have three or four good senses. Can he still smell? <laughs> three or Can four more taste. Can he still hear? Good years. Yeah. Poor guy. Uh, see you tomorrow. Thanks for hanging with us today, fellas. And a reminder, you can check out nationgear.ca for the Barn burner gear. Send us some pics. We'll throw it on the show. Hey, why not? Go do that. Hoodies, t-shirts, and more exciting things are going to be showing up soon. Appreciate you. Talk to you tomorrow.